Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. This is St. Louis Public Radio. It's Tuesday, May 4th. This is The Gateway. I'm Maria Altman. Ahead, the fight among Rockwood school parents began over how to reopen schools during a pandemic. Then the battle moved in other directions. And then all of these little fires jumped off, and now we have a wildfire. St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney reports on a war of words now raging over how to teach diversity in the Rockwood School District. But first, the news. The Missouri House has passed a measure that would protect businesses from COVID-related lawsuits. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports its fate in the Senate is unclear. Attempts to give Missouri businesses liability protection from COVID lawsuits failed in both the House and Senate earlier this year. But a new version tacked onto a higher education bill about on-campus housing passed the House in 104 to 48 vote. Democrat Kevin Windham of Hillsdale voted against the bill, saying it had too many unrelated amendments, sometimes called Christmas ornaments. I voted for it in committee, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, And then we got it here, and it's one of our more sizable Christmas trees of the year. The legislation that now heads to the Senate also includes several other amendments, including limiting a local government's ability to close down businesses and forcing school boards to listen to parents' concerns on policy. In Jefferson City, I'm Jonathan All. St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis City and County are easing coronavirus-related restrictions on restaurants. Restaurants were able to begin operating at full capacity yesterday. Previously, capacities had been limited to 50 percent. City and county officials made the announcement this week as part of a joint reopening plan. County Executive Sam Page says it's possible to safely relax restrictions because COVID-19 cases have stabilized in the St. Louis region and vaccines are widely available. This is a guidance that we're getting from our public health experts in our departments of public health in the city and in the county. And it's that advice that has guided us throughout this pandemic. Under the new public health orders, restaurants must space tables at least six feet apart indoors. Diners will also be required to wear face masks unless they're eating or drinking. St. Clair County is closing a mass vaccination clinic at Belle Claire Fairgrounds in Belleville. It's expected to shut down May 30th. The Belleville News Democrat reports a direct reason has not been given for the decision, but county officials say demand for the vaccine has dropped. Health officials at the fairgrounds have been giving the Pfizer two-dose vaccine. Black, Hispanic women and less educated workers suffered the most economically during the coronavirus pandemic. That's according to a Washington University study. The study was based on unemployment data during the recession. Industries such as hospitality and retail lost many workers last year. Those sectors employ large numbers of women. Stephen Fazari is a professor at WashU and one of the study's authors. He says the job losses can financially set women back years. We have to be somewhat concerned that the larger inequality effects of the COVID crisis could have these persistent uh, impacts on wages and and on career progress uh, in in all the groups that are disproportionately affected. Fazari says the unemployment rate is decreasing, but it could take time for women to recover financially. (music) 
What started last summer as a debate over whether Rockwood schools should be open has descended into schoolyard bullying. But it's the adults who are fighting each other. And the level of anger and insults being hurled has caused at least two educators to walk away from the district. St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney reports. Politics didn't used to enter the schools. The school plays and Friday night football games were where parents could put politics aside, don the school colors, and root for their kids. But without those common things to bring it together, the Rockwood School District community is pulling apart. Angela Mernon says despite political differences in the West St. Louis County school system of 22,000 students, parents like Mernon always agreed on school until this year. It just always felt like school was sort of the sacred place no matter what was going on. And we've been able to just coexist all these years and come to mutual agreements. And now everything's just, it's just gotten so nasty. Many parents were furious when the district decided last summer to start the school year virtually. They took to Facebook to organize opposition. Parent Shamia Reese says it started a fire. And then all of these little fires jumped off and now we have a wildfire. Many of those fires are over how or even if diversity should be taught in classrooms. But a fight over the thin blue line patch on a baseball uniform provided plenty of kindling and wound up in the news. Developing in Rockwood this morning, the Eureka High School baseball team will no longer have the blue line flag on its hats. And parents pushed back. In mid-March, after Superintendent Mark Miles' decision to not allow the baseball team to wear the patch supporting law enforcement, he received dozens of emails, many laced with vulgar insults. Parents said he was disrespecting law enforcement and pandering to liberals. Get a backbone and grow a set. You're an embarrassment, one said. You are a disgrace, another parent wrote. Miles has been called a lot of things this year, and after just two years leading the district, he is retiring from the position and public education. Parents have been similarly upset over a district curriculum they say is indoctrinating their children in what they call Marxist ideology. One parent accused the district's diversity coordinator of being racist toward white people. They've also been upset over students being assigned books with black main characters. A few weeks ago, a district literacy coordinator sent an email to teachers. It suggested they not share the reading lists with parents to avoid complaints. The email was later posted online and drew national attention. One official urged principals to hide the online materials being used in class. The district issued an apology. The administrator's personal phone number was later posted in a parent Facebook group. St. Louis Public Radio was shown hundreds of screenshots of posts in the secretive, concerned parents of the Rockwood School District Facebook group that circulated the leaked email. The group has also been used to support conservative school board candidates and taunt and bully district administrators. No parent who actively comments in the group would agree to an interview. We asked a dozen of them. But one, Janet Diedrich, told Fox News the diversity lessons upset her. Why are you doing that? That belongs in a college anthropology course to me. Um... So I started looking through the book, and I was shocked at what I saw. In a post to the Facebook group, she called the administrator an arrogant idiot for trying to turn kids into, quote, social justice warriors. Angel Bastida Salazar, who has a six-year-old daughter in Rockwood, says she's worried attacks by some parents will scare teachers into not talking about diversity in a district that's 75% white. I'm afraid that we're going to go back to a place where I'm going to feel like, okay, we're in the 50s again. And the debate's still raging. Last Friday, 200 people filled an event space near Eureka for a panel discussion with two Republican state senators to discuss whether systemic racism should be taught in school. Good afternoon, everybody. Can you hear me in the back? 
Parents on both sides of the argument attended and argued. And after some booing and shouting outbursts, from the back of the room, parent Crystal Domogowski took the microphone and with an emotional crackle in her voice, defended what she wants her daughters to be taught. Because I have raised my kids to love people and to accept people no matter what. And just because I do not want critical race theory taught to my children in school does not mean that I'm a racist, damn it. Rockwood does not teach so-called critical race theory that's upsetting parents, according to Terry Harris, the district's director of student support services. What Rockwood School District is teaching is how to make sure that all kids belong, how to diversify our curriculum, how to expand books and different thoughts and, and create critical thinkers. Yeah, we do have that. Harris attended Rockwood through St. Louis's school desegregation program. He's worked for the district now for a decade and a half. But online recently, he's been called, quote, the cancer of the Rockwood school district and told he should go to a failing school district that is predominantly students of color and be the change there. In the past year, he and another black administrator have received death threats that have prompted the district to hire security for the two educators and increase the number of police officers at school board meetings. Some of these emails... Some of the phone calls, some of the messages, uh, it gets to you, right? It gets to you, it gets to, it gets to your, your family. But Harris says he's tried to approach it all with grace. I think right now there, there's a lack of trust. Everyone is coming from this space of wrongdoing. Harris isn't the only one in the crosshairs. The district's diversity coordinator is leaving after being trolled online, and the parent group has criticized a newly hired Black administrator. In the private Facebook group, several questioned the new assistant principal's background. They called her former St. Louis public school awful, and the historically Black college where she's a professor a complete joke. One parent said her personal bankruptcy was a red flag on being able to handle school finances. Jamie Bays, the president of Rockwood School Board, says the attacks are hurtful. My goal for her would be to make sure that she feels welcome here. And I think if there is work being done to the opposite of that, then I think that is extremely unfortunate. Shamia Reese, a parent of five, says Rockwood has made improvements around diversity since she enrolled her oldest son through the DSEG program 15 years ago. But right now... The sense of community that I felt pre-pandemic is totally different from the sense of community that I see now. And what I see now is hurtful, it's bitter, it's shameful. And she adds... The kids are watching. I'm Ryan Delaney, St. Louis Public Radio. And I edited that piece from Ryan. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Maria Altman, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.